1: Think of The Revolution with Jim and Trav presented by Outdoor Channel as your ultimate late spring turkey hunting guide. So we'll discuss locating prime habitat features, key tactics for calling wary birds, the fundamentals of getting tight to roosted toms, new turkey gear, and so much more. The Revolution's goal is simple to teach you, our listeners, how to hunt turkeys more effectively. Now, here's Jim and Trav. Well, hello there and welcome back to
0: the 2015 spring gobble games going to be a pretty intense competition today, Jimmy. That's right, and uh, we're waiting to hear from Mrs. Bunny. Yes, Mrs. Bunny, how's it going? I'm on deck. You are. This is, you know we're turkey hunting. We, we are. Are you on a deck? I am. What is it? Are you hunting turkeys?
2: <laughs> it's baseball. I'm on deck. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, I didn't. And I'm been Yeah. You know, pretty cool. I think we're going to do a double. We've been doing double headers. They've been kind of fun. Hey, baseball that played <laughs> it <in> perfectly. <laughs> With Wade Bourne, legendary outdoorsman himself Outdoor writer, television host Yeah, and uh, he has his own radio show Uh, He's going to be talking about calling turkeys, all sorts of stuff Uh, He called you a turkey uh, also, yes, he did. Christian Berg, he's the editor of Peterson's Bow Hunting. Also, hosts a podcast of Peterson's Bow Hunting Radio. A uh, pretty cool show. Also, Tim is going to be talking about his Hunting and Gathering Survival Manual. Going to be talking about avoiding diseases from ticks. Yeah, there's over two hundred uh, tips in that crazy book. And I will tell you what, every one of them are great. Jim has over two hundred ticks on him. I do. You're like, like one of those. But we, if you have ticks on you, though, that means that you're healthy. You were healthy. I were healthy. You were. I were healthy (laughs) Alright, so Mrs. Bunny What are you going to be talking about? Apps that every hunter needs Oh, man Alright, Mrs. Bunny and these apps
1: They're brought to you by Nissan Flock Commander Mrs. Bunny Rules the roost And she's brought to you by Nissan Oh, oh, Flock Commander
2: I know, right?
0: You've been promoted She's got a leather hat
2: Yeah, baby
0: Yeah, you got a great Do your duck call real quick
2: Oh Oh. Love it
0: Now, do your turkey
2: You know, This when, woman you is amazing. getting better than
0: that. She ought to marry Wade Bourne.
2: I've got like a heck of an elephant as well. Just do it. So, you know. Oh, no. It's, it's too good for on the air. Yeah, okay. so. <laughs> I'm going to put out a CD. I'm going to charge for these. So oh, yeah. yeah. All
0: right. So apps that we need. Now, how are they going to help us benefit us in the turkey woods?
2: Okay. Well, so you can use your phone for really more to, than talking and texting and taking, oh, yeah. taking selfies. You know, uh, there are apps that are on your phone. You can essentially turn your phone into a tool to help you become more successful. In the field So um, If you want to be A better caller Of turkeys in particular You can have uh, A Primos hunting app On your phone You can download it And it features 28 different game calls For 8 different species Right on your phone And essentially You just open up the app Choose the call That you want And use it Just like you would If your call was in your hand You just hit a play button And um, the uh, automated call Will just uh, come right out Of your phone And so instead of Having to use um, A pot call Or whatever you're using You're going to use Your phone And just play a sound And uh, it'll be there instead So So it becomes An
0: electronic game caller Exactly Exactly. But you have to make sure That's legal in your state
2: True that Now not all of these Are turkey related But some great apps anyway Uh, Number two is Trophy score The old Safari Club International field scoring kit um, Available on their website You can um, purchase it It contains an African scoring book The North American And South American scoring book A measuring tape A measuring cable And clip A folding knife A CD All this stuff And it costs 25 bucks Okay The new SCI Field Scoring Kit is contained on your smartphone. It costs 99 cents and you can have pretty much access to all of these same exact stuff, but in an app right on your phone. Save
0: That's, you 24 bucks. That exactly. is handy. Uh,
2: Motion X GPS. Most of your smartphones come with a GPS program built right into it, but these are usually uh, slower and they require a strong service signal. So um, any smartphone enabled outdoorsman can get this Motion GPS app and the advantage over the built-in uh, GPS is the app has faster, more accurate position find It has multiple overlays to choose from, including marine and topographic. Um, You can put your personal movement recording with elevation and waypoints, map catching, and um, just a different interface. So uh, all this GPS with different uh, options right on your phone.
0: Now, I I have an iPhone. Is that a smartphone?
2: Yes, it is. It is. You can have it. You could have Load. all of these things right on your phone. Just because I you not have... I am
0: smart enough. <laughs> a, yeah, I was going to say, just because you have a smartphone doesn't make you a smart operator. No, no it does I, not. I can only call on it. Alright, so what else you got, Miss Bunny?
2: Uh, Winchester Ballistics Calculator. Oh,
0: that's handy. Yeah,
2: exactly. So, as everybody knows, I mean, anything that can affect the path of your bowl is it's rain, te- uh, wind, temperature, shooting angle, the rotation of the earth, whatever. Long distances. Uh, The free Winchester Ballistics Calculator for your iPhone it's free for your iPhone Download downloaded um, rules uh, all of these things out just use your cartridge assuming that you're shooting one of the 61 supported by the app they have all these different ones built into the app you can choose the cartridge you're um, you're shooting um, the bullet type and weight and then the current uh, conditions you input those in and you'll get um, a target with a simulated bullet hole telling you where it would hit and where to hold
0: really yeah you remember when you were out there and you did that 560 uh, mm-hmm. some yard shot you were my calculator. Yeah. I was. This thing will even show yes. you a ballistic... I used an abacus.
2: <laughs> this thing will even show you a chart that will show you the tra- the bullet's trajectory over a predetermined distance you choose to shoot.
0: Does it show the bushes too?
2: Probably, yeah.
0: <laughs> Jim's secret weapon is yeah. Google. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Yeah. He's the master of the web. How about this hunting light and blood tracker?
2: Okay, so the blood on the ground is hard to see You know, if you have shot a deer or an elk or something like that. So the creators of hunting light and blood tracker developed an alternating system sequence of pink and purple light that dulls the green color and brightens red. It makes it easier to pick up the trail of a wounded animal, and it also has an SOS flash function in bright light in four different colors, making it a good emergency flash when you forget to check your um, weather apps and things like that. So essentially, you're going to turn this app on, turn it over, face it towards face the screen towards the ground.
0: Your face okay?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so excited, I ran it right into my mic. <laughs>
0: That's what I was wondering. Wham. So you, okay. turn,
2: you turn the app on. You turn your phone straight down to the ground and mm-hmm. these uh, these pulsating lights uh if they're emergency flashers or just these red, this pink and purple lights are going to help brighten the blood trail for you. Now,
0: is this the, the camera action then that, that it actually reads it? How does it do that?
2: I don't know. Oh. I didn't develop the app, I just use it. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea.
0: When she wounds me, that's how she tracks me through the house. Exactly. <laughs> <Yes>.
2: <laughs> yep. all right Now, what is this
0: Cabela's uh, recon hunt?
2: Okay. So, the Cabela's recon hunt is kind of like the best of all worlds mashed into one. It's the, one of the most versatile apps on here. So, it combines the movement tracking function of the X GPS, mm-hmm. the bullet drop function from Winchester's Ballistics Calculator. It uh, includes a forecast function like Weatherbug Elite and a sunrise sunset function like Sundroid, and it gets all of those together. It's also got an advanced blood tracking map and gear list um, known as the Cabela's Hunting Catalog, and uh, it puts all of those into one that you, uh, you have all of those functions all in one app.
0: And if all else fails, call somebody. Who would have thought that you True could that. track... A blood trail with your phone. I it's could get my have blood and drag it and I still couldn't find You it. were always bleeding. It doesn't <laughs> matter. At some point in time of the day it's like, Oh Jim's bleeding.
3: <laughs> okay. We just have to
0: have a, a DNA check yeah. to see yeah. is it in my blood? What's unusual about that, <laughs> really? Alright, so we are a turkey hunting on today's show. Specifically, though, this is the 2015 stream gobble games. We have to get to a break. Big shout out though to Outdoor Channel, outdoorchannel.com forward slash revolution. Nissan, Nissanusa.com, Ruger, Ruger.com, High Mountain Seasonings, himtn Jerky.com, Cabela's, World's Foremost Outfitter at Cabela's.com. Extreme Beam. Extreme Streambeam.com. Lucky Buck. Lucky Buck.com. And Remington at Remington.com. Here is a word from Mark. One more time, Christian Berg. He's the editor of Peterson's Bow Hunting. He is coming up next. Gonna be talking about uh fan and turkey. That's right. Uh hunting with a turkey fan. Or right. you get too hot. Yeah, so don't go anywhere. Here is Mark, Mrs. Bunny. You're so much cooler than Jim. Out. <laughs>
1: jimanddrav.com on finding the sweet spot by this point in the season you should have a good idea of where turkeys travel feed and roost and be sure to make notes of where turkeys cross fences creeks and woodlots because this information can be invaluable jimanddrav.com go there listen learn You get one shot at this. The most isolated citizens in America. That's what living out here is. You got to keep plugging away. Depend on its most courageous airline. Because somebody needs something in an airplane. Takes a lot of practice
0: and a lot of skill and a lot of balls. Have you seen these guns? You never know what Mother Nature's going to throw at
1: you, so you better be prepared for it. You always operate the plane right on the edge of pretty much chaos. Flying Wild Alaska, Mondays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor
4: Channel. If you're buying a new gun, be sure to stock up on Remington Gun Care products. Trusted by gun owners for over 100 years, they're proven to clean quickly and protect against even the worst causes of corrosion. Think about it. You're investing hundreds, maybe thousands in your firearm. Make sure it lasts. Make sure it functions flawlessly when you need it. Make sure you clean it with Remington. Look for the Remington name at any major sporting goods store. The Nissan
1: Frontier is loaded with features perfect for any outdoorsman, like tons of power from a 261 horsepower V6 engine, plus a new feature we're trying out the game call horn. There's elk, turkey, and mule deer. We're still working on that one, but the Frontier does have the first in class utility track cargo carrying system to strap down your big game.
4: Though cool, the game call horn is not a real feature of the Frontier.
1: Nissan, innovation that excites.
4: Available features. 2014 Ward Segmentation. Small pickup class. Properly secure all cargo.
5: The Revolution with Jim and Trav. That looks like a refugee camp for dirty men. No,
1: actually. No, you nailed it. Presented by Outdoor Channel.
0: If you're just joining us, you missed old Miss Bunny. She was talking about all kinds of crazy apps you can get for your phone that I didn't even know existed. To improve your hunting game. Pretty cool. Pretty cheap apps, too. Yeah, and, and we're talking about the 2015 Spring Gobble Games. Spring Gobble Games! Woo! I cannot do it like Mrs. Bunny. You know, every time, right before I shoot a Tom, I actually sing to him. You ready? Are you talking about Tom at the grocery store? Hey, turkey. There ain't no easy way out. This is embarrassing. Been smoking.
1: (laughs) Hey, 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 turkey. (laughs) I will stand
0: my ground and I won't back down. Who is it? Come on. This is embarrassing. Come on, who is it? Johnny Johnny Cash. Cash. Johnny Cash. All right, so, anyways. All right, so we are turkey hunting on today's show. You're such a good sport, Jimmy. I right, just you. now will be joined by Christian Berg. He's the editor of uh, Peterson's Boat Hunting. I also got a great little podcast there Peterson's uh, Boat Hunting Radio. Yeah, that's right. All right, anyways, Christian, how's it going, buddy? You read real well. <laughs> how's it going, bud? Hey, it's going great, guys. I really appreciate you having me on the show today. Right, we're so glad you called in, dude. Uh, anyways, Jimbo and I read over the weekend, you had a great article. And during the break. Um, and we brushed up on it during the break so we'd remember. Um, deadly Deception, How to Effectively Decoy Turkeys uh, with a Tail Fan. Employing the buddy system you talk about, man. Great little piece. Tell us about this.
5: Well, yeah, I mean, it is. It's extremely exciting and uh this fanning uh technique is just tremendous and it's so simple too. And uh all you need is a turkey fan and there's some imitations out there on the market but the best way to get yourself one is uh just go out there and kill a turkey or if you've got a fan from a turkey you've killed uh in past years if you're anything like me and you've killed more than two or three turkeys uh you probably have some tail fans in the freezer that you've been planning to mount and you never got around to it man that turkey fan will work perfect for this. Uh all you got to do is cut away most of the flesh rub a little borax on there, let it air dry, and you can open and close that thing just like one of those little Chinese fans that you used to play around with when you were a kid, and you can fold that up and stick it in your hip pocket and carry that around in the woods. It doesn't weigh anything. Um, so what you want to do is... Uh, Go out and find some turkeys. That's the first thing you need to fan them is you got to find one. Okay. And no, best- hold it, hold it, hold it. Holy yeah, 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 yeah. Uh,
0: now, now, when you're out there and say you've you've, uh, you've done your scouting, you know where they're at, they have, they're, you've got them roosted, you're within 15, maybe, maybe 50 yards of where they're roosting at. Now, do you use it then when they come off or do you wait until they're actually out on the field like midday? Does it work better then than it does first thing in the morning?
5: Well, the way that we did it was more later in the day. I don't know how easy it would be to do right off the roost, to be honest with you guys, because, you know, I was down in Florida and I did this uh, with a guide that I know real well down there. I've hunted with him several times, a guy named Jimmy Roseman at Osceola Outfitters. And what we did first thing in the morning is we just go to our blind setup mm-hmm. and we'd wait, you know, an hour or two after sunup and see if we could get some action that way. And then once that first prime time was was over and the birds had come down from the roost and headed the other direction, so we knew that those birds that we set up near on the roost weren't going to pan out for us, then we started to cover ground. And this is where it's great as a bow hunter because if you've got areas to hunt, you know, you've got some farmland, some ranch land, anywhere where you've got some semi-open areas where you can move around, cover ground, see where birds are, then mm-hmm. you can you can play the different scenarios. And what you're really looking for is a lone gobbler or, in the case of the one that I killed, two or three lone gobblers that are by themselves without hens. Mm-hmm. Because what happens is when you present this fan, it elicits a very aggressive response that these gobblers have, because obviously if anybody knows anything about turkeys, right? I mean, they're always fighting to see who's tops in the pecking order, right? <laughs> yeah, who's boss hog. <laughs> yeah so if you if you find a big gobbler with a bunch of hens and you present the fan sometimes he'll round those hens up and head the other way because he doesn't really want to you know lose any of his ladies but if you find a lone gobbler or just a group of toms that are together you're more likely to get that aggressive response and a lot of curiosity and chances are they're going to come over and check it out yeah once
0: again talk with a uh, christian Berg he's the editor of peterson's bow hunting also check out his podcast peterson's bow hunting radio I like how you say basically 80% of the time it works 100% of the time using a turkey fan. Now, let's talk about your upcoming June issue of uh, Peterson's Bow hunting and Brian Waka, Pigman. Uh, he was in a terrible crash back in December. You guys are actually highlighting him in the June issue that's going to be out next week, correct?
5: Yeah, that's right, uh, guys. We've got our June issue is uh, kind of all built around hog hunting. Yeah. And, um, you know, some folks, uh, probably most of your listeners are aware of the Pigman, Brian Quacker. He's got a show on Sportsman Channel, Pigman the Series. Very popular show. Uh, Everyone might not be aware that Brian and his father uh, were involved in a very serious uh, automobile accident back in December. Actually, the day after Christmas. Oh, wow. They had celebrated Christmas at home in Texas. They were heading out to Colorado for a late season deer hunt. Uh-huh. found themselves driving right into the teeth of a winter storm and unfortunately hit some ice and uh, took their excursion right off the highway there in Colorado. And Brian was very seriously injured, had multiple skull fractures, uh, broken ribs, bleeding on his brain, blood in his lungs. They really didn't know if he was going to make it. It's, it's a compelling story. You bet.
0: Hey, we've been talking with Christian Bergen. Of course, he's the editor of uh, Peterson's Bowhunting Magazine. And uh, if you'd like to find out more information about him, as well as Peterson, Sonny, maybe get a subscription. Get a subscription. That's to you guys. right. That's right. Find out about O'Brien Waka. Uh, how do we get a hold of you guys?
5: Well, you can check us out on the web at uh, bowhuntingmag.com. That's the best place. You can find our page on Facebook, our Twitter feed at bowhuntingmag, and uh, that's probably all the best places to connect.
0: You bet. Hey, we've been talking with uh, Christian Berg. He's the editor of Peterson's Bowhunting Magazine. Also, he's the host of Peterson's Bowhunting Radio. Yeah, great There's little podcast. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Great podcast there on uh, bowhuntingmag.com. All right, so a uh, big shout-out to Outdoor Channel, High Mount Seasonings, and Cabela's. Yeah, and this is in keeping with our 2015 Spring Gobble Games. Spring Gobble Games. Here is a word from Mark. Don't go anywhere. Coming up next, Wade Bourne. Hey, man, Wade Bourne. He's going to be uh, talking turkey, all sorts of smack, right here on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Uh, Christian Man, thanks so much for calling in, buddy. Hey, you got it. All Can you sing that song again? No, I won't <laughs> sing but... it <laughs>
1: trav.com's food for thought. Food plots for turkeys? Yep. Green food plots planted for deer can be just as attractive, even more so, to turkeys. In the spring especially, the birds are attracted to those green havens for several reasons: cover, greens, and bugs. Jim and Go there. Listen. Learn.
6: It's gunny time. Get some.
1: You first saw him in full metal jacket as Gunnery Sergeant Hartman. Now, see him guns a blazing. Arlie Ermey pulls the trigger on the world's most astounding weaponry. Load up on weapons intelligence. Past, present, and future.
6: The Outdoor Channel has a new secret weapon. Gunny time with me, Gunnery Sergeant Arlie Ermey. Be there.
1: Gunny time Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel.
7: The Ruger SR22 is the do it all 22 pistol for the shooter who appreciates style and demands reliability. Easy to field strip and reassemble, the Ruger SR22 shoots a broad variety of 22LR ammunition. It features an ambidextrous manual
6: thumb safety decocking lever and magazine release, two options for grip, and a fixed white dot front sight and adjustable rear sight with reversible blade. The Ruger SR22 Another American-made product from Ruger. No time to
1: cook a full meal while hunting? Dine on High Mountain Seasonings Green Chili Casserole, Campfire Chili Macaroni, or Cajun Beans and Rice. Call 1-800-829-2285 today.
0: Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com.
1: JimandTrav.com. Jim Trav. It has some of the weirdest impurities in it. Check it out. Jim and Trav. Come. Now back to the revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel.
0: Hey, you are listening to the revolution with Jim and Trav. And before the break, we heard from old Christian Berg. He's the uh, editor of Peterson's hunting Magazine. Yeah, decoin turkeys in with a tail fan. Yeah, I've never done that before I've never done that before You've no, never heard of it before You're just being nice Well, yeah This is the 2015 Spring Gobble Games Did we say that? I don't know Not yet Alright, so we're just now being joined by the greatest man in the outdoors He's a legend Mr. We- he's a legend and outward bum look a lot alike but not wakeboard Alright, so <laughs> name that show You are Oh, be you stalled You stalled No, I had to take a breath no, okay You were <laughs> taken back Uh, by my knowledge of Smokey and the Bandit. All right, so just now being joined by Mr. Wade Bourne himself. You know, at this stage of the game, it's getting pretty late in the turkey season. Uh, A lot of people say that these Toms, man, they're educated and they're wary, and they know the difference between... They have diplomas. Yeah, they they know the difference between, Wade, a hen and a call. But is this really the time to take a backseat, kind of a, a shy approach to calling, or should we get out there and be aggressive right now, man?
6: I think it's a bunch of bunk people. I, people <laughs> give <laughs> gobblers too much credit. I mean, I'll be honest with you. It's, uh, you just gotta hunt till you find the right one. Yeah. You know, uh, that you might, uh, the gobblers kind of come in and go out of excitement or exuberance or whatever. And, uh, and where one might, uh, get a little call shy, there might be one just down the ridge that's uh, just coming into wanting to breed more. So I, I don't ever ascribe that, uh, you know, there's a there's a there may be a little slowdown in the natural cycle. When 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 the mating season just starts. Yeah. There is a there's a big push and a big competition for hens. And now those gobblers have gotten but you know those hens are, are going on the nest now. Mm-hmm. Uh they'll they'll get with the gobblers, they'll fly down, uh, the gobbler will breed hens and then they will go off and uh I think a lot of the problem is people don't hunt late enough in the morning. Oh, really? They call yeah, it quits. Or, or afternoon because the hens are sitting, you know, the gobbler will have hens available, uh, and he'll get with them. But after they're bred and they go off to the nest, uh, then guess what? He's by himself, and he's frustrated, and he's looking for more company, and uh, <laughs> and he'll start gobbling again.
0: Yeah. All right. Now, in the history of Wade-born turkey hunting. What time of day have you killed the most birds? Was it first thing, mid morning, midday, or evening? Does it vary year to year?
6: Oh, uh, probably early morning because I've had a lot more hunts early that I would have to come in. Yeah, but but if I I would have to say that probably my favorite time to hunt, my favorite gobbler to get on. It's about 11 in the morning. Oh, really? Yes, sir. I love that mid-morning, that midday gobbler because he's, a lot of times, he's really serious. Some of those morning gobblers will be trailing hens, and and you'll call, and they'll respond. But they'll just, you know, they're not going to come. They're going to say, with they got a live uh, party in front of them, and they're not going to dump that to come. Now, you know, there are exceptions to everything. A lot of times, if you have a dominant gobbler and a couple of subdominants, Trailing along, uh, the dominant gobbler may stay with the hens, uh, but one of those subdominants might break off. You don't know. the The thing you have to do, the secret to success in turkey hunting, is just to be persistent and keep on doing what you know to do and cover ground until you get that right bird, and then you know, set up working.
0: Yeah, we're talking with a famed outdoorsman, Mr. Wadeborn the man I wish was my father. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so <you> know, <laughs> do I. So what you're saying is one of the most fatal mistakes is impatience because Jimbo and I get invited out all the time, sure. and most of the time they call the hunt around 10 o'clock. Yeah. You know, let's pack it up, let's go have a late breakfast, and we'll hit it later. So we really need to be sticking it out instead of being such pansies.
6: Absolutely. I, I I believe that wholeheartedly. I don't know. Have I told you all the story about the time I took my brother and told him we were going to stop and call 50 times? Uh-huh. We uh, we had a, a West Faco Timber Company had a big tract of land down there where I live in Tennessee. Uh-huh. And several years ago, it was a bad day. It was a rainy, cool, you know, just the worst kind of turkey. that And I told him, I said, we're going to start driving the roads, these little back roads, and we're going to drive 200 to 300 yards and stop and call Mm -hmm. off the road. And we're going to do that 50 times. If we don't, and we're going to count. And if we don't get a gobbler by 50 times, it's going to be lunchtime. We're going to go in. Yeah. And so we start covering and we start counting and we get up to, and I'm not making this up now, on the 43rd try, the 43rd stop. Really? We were just so frustrated and thinking, I can't. And lo and behold, we hit the end of a little timber road where they'd harvested timber and piled the logs up, and I got out and called and got an answer across the hollow, and we grabbed our guns and went running down there and, and uh, actually went sideways and got up on the ridge and then worked our way back toward the turkey. And uh, I think we called him about twice, and he just came loping in, and we shot him, and uh, we felt like the greatest hunters in the world. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you should. <laughs> now, you know, that, I... <laughs> that's, a, that's an illustration of just keep going and keep working at it. And, uh, you know, and sometimes it, you get one that'll work and sometimes you don't. But uh, one thing's for sure, if you quit and go in, you're not going to.
0: Yeah. Now, the thing is, when uh, when you have found the turkeys, say so you, so you roosted them the night before, uh-huh. do they have a tendency to go back to that same tree day after day? Or is it because they get maybe busted and, and they take off and they go somewhere else? What do you think that is?
6: I don't think there's a good answer for that, really. I, one place that I hunt, the turkeys always roost in the same place day after day, year after year.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: Other times, I think they'll trail. They may like to roost in the same general area, maybe not the same tree. But if, if I've got turkeys that have uh, gobbled off of a spot one morning and I didn't get anything, I didn't get a shot or, or a chance, I'll go back to that area the next morning. Uh, unless I think I have a better ball game somewhere else. You know, if I've called and really put pressure on those birds and they didn't respond to that, uh, I may let them rest two or three or four days and then go back. You bet.
3: Hey,
0: we we've got to leave it right there. Can you stick around for a second session and maybe uh, give us some calls? Yeah, do some demonstrations. Be glad to. All right, where can we find you online, man? WadebornOutdoors.com. There you have it. All right, so big shout out to Outdoor Channel, also Ruger and Lucky Buck. Don't go anywhere. Part two with Mr. Wadeborn coming up next. Here's Mark.
1: Narrowing down your search with JimandTrav.com. Find a gobbler or gobblers without hens, as those toms still look to breed, and you can have a memorable hunt in doing so. Plus, eager gobblers sometimes commit to calling better in the late season than at any other time of year. So take advantage of it. JimandTrav.com. Go there. Listen. Learn. About ready to rock and roll. The world's best anglers are back. I do like Louisiana. Louisiana's full of big fish. Competing to stay on top. This may be one of the most challenging events that we've had yet. Put up the points, game on, or go home. You got to
0: stay
5: in boat rows here, which means it's got a lot of wood.
1: This just isn't what I expected. Somebody's going to win this thing. Somebody's going to figure it out. Jack Link's Major League Fishing Shell Rotella Challenge Cup. Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. For LED Flashlights with brighter, tighter beams that see farther and run longer. You want Extreme Beam, the passion to outperform. Go to www.extremebeam.com.
0: Increase the amount of camera pictures you get this fall by using Lucky Bug Mineral. Dump a bucket of Lucky Buck in front of your trail cameras and you'll be amazed at how quickly the deer will find it. The sweet apple smell combined with the minerals deer need will bring them in close. Lucky Bug Mineral. Grow bigger bucks or get your money back. Best place to hunt giant mule
1: deer is Colorado. So plan your dream hunt by purchasing Colorado's Biggest Bucks and Bulls today at www.coloradosbiggestbucksandbulls.com.
4: If you're thinking about buying a new gun, remember to pick up your Remington Gun Care Supplies. Protect your investment with the same products the country's top armorers have trusted for over 100 years. After all, when you need it, is the worst time to realize your gun doesn't work.
1: The Revolution with Jim and Trev. And now, part two with Wade Bourne. Presented by Outdoor Channel.
0: Hey, we're back. Hey, before the break, we heard from old Wade Bourne. Matter of fact, uh, as Trev said earlier, he's a legend. But uh, he's going to talk to us about calling in turkeys this time. This is the conclusion of our uh, two-part interview This is Mr. Wade Bourne. This is part two. What is your favorite cut? Uh, of a turkey. I like the thigh. I'm do you not like a breast man. No. Now do you like baked or deep fried? I like baked. Do you really? Yeah. Well, ah. because with bake comes mashed potatoes. You traditionalist, you. I know. All right, so uh you now cranberry sauce. Uh Mr. Wadeborn, yeah, he say about those little peas and the yeah. <laughs> carrots. Thank you. <laughs> Mr. Wadeborn, he is online with us right now. Apple pie. And what are the, you know, what what are the like the basic essentials when it comes to calling that all turkey hunters? Uh, need to know Re- really have the fundamentals down before we hit the turkey woods, man. What do we need to know?
6: Well, of course, the, the the yelp and the cluck and the if if a person can yelp and can cluck, he can call turkeys. Uh-huh. Uh, then you know from there you progress to whines and and kikis and other little purrs and uh, and they're all calls that that wild turkeys make. You know yeah. that's what they use. But but if a if a hunter can make a nice Rhythmic yelp mm-hmm. and a and a cluck he can he can kill turkeys you know uh, let me demonstrate I, and I'm going to use my mouth I don't have any calls I'm sitting here at my desk but uh, I'll try to do this with mouth call the yelp is just rhythmic it <laughs> just. <laughs> Holy God. Are you kidding me? That was just with your that mouth. That was amazing. Oh my gosh! I've, I've killed turkeys mouth calling, but uh, generally when I'm when I'm moving through the woods, I'm I'm out of breath and I can't do it. I have to use my, my other calls, but then you know, just a clock. Just <laughs> that is amazing. That that will if you're in the right place and you have a uh, you're patient and you find the right turkey that's all you need to do
3: yeah now
0: have you done this where you have you know roosted them as you say day after day after day and you know that they're there yeah where law allows you to be able to do an evening hunt would you go back to that area and wait for them to come back
6: i have done that and and been successful doing that uh that's a that's a pretty good strategy uh you know we'll we'll set up uh, try to tr- figure out. Say, turkeys are working a field somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and and a lot of times, you know, you slip around. I use binoculars and try to look long distance, and I'll see them. And I'll try to get between the turkeys and where I think they're gonna uh, gonna roost. And a lot of times, the, the turkeys will be, the gobblers will be with hens, and so I'm just sitting then. Uh, Back in the edge of the woods and doing a little, you know, when they get up there close, doing a little quiet hen calling and trying to attract those hens, the goblins come along with them. Uh, I had a young, uh, back during one of the two Gulf Wars, I lived next to Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. And a friend of mine who was in the service asked me before he deployed, would I take his son turkey hunting? And I said, not only will I take him turkey hunting, uh, I will hunt him until we get a nice long beard So this. He was about 14 years old. Oh Wow. So we started, uh, the first day, the uh, first morning I took him, we got him a Jake. Uh, mm-hmm. so we had a Jake up front. I said, you want to shoot a Jake? And he was all wide eyed. And he said, sure. Yeah, I want him. So he, he shot the Jake. And then, and I sold him. I said, now then we're going after a long beard. I told you, dad, we'd get a long beard. So we hunted the second day. Didn't have any results. The third day, uh, I picked him up after school and went back to a place where this spot I'm talking about, where the turkeys always roost. And we set up in the edge of the woods, and uh, uh, I had seen gobbler, seen a couple of three gobblers and some hens out in this field. And lo and behold, when it started getting late, here they came, and I started had a little. Uh, I, uh, I call it my little killer call. It's a scratch box call. Mm-hmm. Cedar Hill Game. It's a little. You got a striker, and you hold a striker between your thumb and forefinger and then you use the box to actually purr mm-hmm. and whine and make little soft yelps and boy i mean here they came and uh this uh there was a big turkey with this uh following this flock and the hens walked by us and i told him i was whispering of course and i said get on the big one mm-hmm. and he did everything right and uh, got the gobbler up to about 30 yards and he shot him and that turkey weighed 27 pounds oh yeah that's a big part of the world that's that's as big as I've ever heard for for where I live. You bet. Hey, folks,
0: that was Wade Bourne. Of course, he is a, a turkey hunter extraordinaire. We are talking about the 2015 Spring Gobble Games. Yeah, now, Wade, where can we find you online, buddy?
6: WadebornOutdoors.com. That's, uh, I've got uh, you can hear my radio shows there. Uh, I've written some books. They're listed uh, every now and then. I post a story. actually I'm in a, I'm in a remake right now. Uh, hopefully within a month to six weeks, I'll have a totally new website and interactive and just uh, we're looking forward to bringing that up. So you bet. bear with me and uh, keep looking and we're going to have a new side shortly. You bet.
0: Wade Bourne ladies and gentlemen. Coming up next is Tim McWelch. And he's going to be talking about his book, Hunting and Gathering Survival Manual. 211 or so, 221 tips. Anyways, uh, he's going to be talking about avoiding ticks in the turkey woods. As Brad Paisley would say, I'd like to check you for ticks. <laughs> Alrighty, so this is the 2015 Spring Gobble That's Games. That's my favorite song. Tim McWelch, the uh, survival Guru, he is coming up next. He likes to check all those deep and dark, scary places. All right, so don't go anywhere. Here's a word from Mark Big Shout out though to Outdoor Channel, Nissan, and Remington. Coming up next, Tim McQuill. Mr. Wade, man, you're so cool, buddy. Uh, thanks for coming hey, on. Good, always good
6: to visit with you guys. Take care. Uh,
1: JimandTrav.com keeps an eye on the sky. Early morning fog keeps turkeys on the roost later. He may sit up there and gobble, but if he can't see the ground, he won't fly down. Just sit tight and be patient. The fog will eventually lift, and so will he. JimandTrav.com. Go there. Listen. Learn. Looking for the ultimate cooking machine for your backyard or patio? Look no further than Camp
0: Chef's new Pellet Grill and Smoker. With user friendly features like an auto ignition, digital readouts, and internal meat temperature sensors, it's easy to smoke the tastiest salmon, ribs, brisket, and turkey you'll ever eat. And an innovative system makes cleanup a snap. Everyone will want the food you're cooking on your Camp Chef Pellet Grill and Smoker. The quality smoker that's second to none. Find out more at CampChef.com. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors.
3: hotel my Hotel
7: fabulous spa and hotel salon. Enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Kaanapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. Kaanapali Beach Hotel. Maui's
3: Hotel.
1: This is The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Although not as cool as finding the Loch Ness Monster. It's still pretty good. Now, back to the show. Brought to you by Nissan.
0: Hey, we're back. This is a Revolution with Jim and Trap. And uh, before the break, we heard from old Wade Bourne. I like to walk him through a field of wildflowers. Where do you come up from? I like to check you for ticks. Mr. Brad Paisley, great song. I said ticks. That's what we're talking about. No, we're talking about turkey hunting. Tim McWelch. What we're going to talk about today. Anyways, Tim McWelch, he's just now joining us. Got a great new book, though. Hunting and Gathering Survival Manual. 221 Primitive and Wilderness Survival Skills. Mr. Tim, how's it going, buddy? For New York City. it's going great. It's going great. I'm so glad to be able to talk to you guys again. Yo, maybe next time you come on, we could talk about uh, gutting squirrels.
7: (laughs) (laughs) We we should. We really should. Let's do a video for the fans at home. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Learn all about the anatomy of uh, squirrels. All right, well, let's focus on turkeys. One thing that sucks about this time of year is ticks. And uh, everybody knows Jimbo's dog just had a really bad bout uh, with getting bit by a tick. But, I mean, this is something that we need to be aware of, isn't it, Tim? It is, you know. It's funny how
7: such a, a small thing yeah. can, can bring a person down. I mean, it's kind of the, the thorn in the lion's paw uh, situation where, where you've got you know, you're on the top of the world uh, except for this one little debilitating thing. And so uh, ticks are just a nightmare in some areas. You know, you can't even walk out there without your pants looking like they've been flung with fondue chocolate. You know, you got brown specks
0: <laughs> uh, running all over you. Well, you know, Wisconsin is, is one of the states that has a lot of problems with Lyme disease. And, and we have a, a good friend that lives up in the Milwaukee area, got Lyme disease and then flew to Africa and got malaria. Did he make it? Yeah, yeah it's actually wow. a she, but nevertheless. Well, how's he supposed to know that? Well, all right, so let's get back to the book instead of Jim's he, she, friend, uh, whatever. <laughs> all right. So what do we need to know about ticks that is in this book, Hunting and Gathering Survival Manual?
7: Well, you, you know, it, it depends on your situation, how you're going to deal with these little monsters, but you can't ignore them. No, you oh can't no, just go out there and then hope that, you know, while you're sitting in your turkey blind, that, that nothing's going to crawl on your pants and, and, and go up for... Uh, greener pastures um, <laughs> you know they uh, they have to be dealt with and so uh, Permethrin for example this is a product that you can apply to your clothing so you can spray this on your pants your socks your boots things like this let it dry and then put that clothing on and go in the outdoors and ticks will literally jump off the clothes I've done it I've seen it they they, they smell whatever that horrible poison is and they, they literally you know run for their lives now, this stuff is, is not healthy, so we don't want to get it on our skin. We don't want to confuse a permethrin product with a DEET product and spray the permethrin all over our skin like we would with a DEET product. But it's, I think it's far better for your body to process some toxins than to get a disease, yeah, it's going to be a lot harder to deal with.
0: Yeah. Now, a question for you: Do we know? Have they ever determined at what point in time are you susceptible? I mean, you're always susceptible, I guess from from the point of the the, the uh, mosquito biting or the tick biting. Is it immediate, or is there a, a gestation like period? a lag time? Yeah.
7: Experts will vary on this, but a lot of
0: people tend to
7: subscribe to the 24-hour theory.
0: So what, you use like a pair of... um, Tweezers. Tweezers, is that what you do? Because I've seen Mm -hmm. people use tweezers. I've seen them spray them with hairspray, kind of suffocates them and they come out, or use a lighter, you know? I mean, it hurts a little bit, but I mean, (laughs) how how would you recommend, just like you're saying, using tweezers and kind of operating? Yeah, I would use some really fine-pointed tweezers. Mm -hmm.
7: Just grab the tick's head, Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be tempted to grab the body because it's so much larger than the head. Yeah. And, and remember, this little guy is an arachnid, um, so he's not an insect with three body parts. He's an arachnid with two. So think of a spider or a crab. Basically, yeah. they've got a head, little head, and a great big gut, yeah. uh, kind of like me. And, um, <laughs> and so uh, you don't want to grab the gut. You know, stuff's going to fly out if, if we squeeze that gut too hard. So, uh, so we just want to grab the head and control the, control the beast and pull it straight out. And um I, I've tried all kinds of you know things where you put vaseline on him or spray him with uh, nail polish or you know, do all this other stuff. But after doing that and really seeing no difference, yeah, uh, as far as the the animal releasing from your skin, um, I just go straight for the tweezers and just pull him straight out as quick as I can. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to linger. I don't want to have a greater risk of infection because I'm waiting to see you know if some household product is gonna make him release. And they actually are getting some oxygen from our blood. Hmm. So they're they're not only pulling out food, but they're pulling out air. All right. So
0: hunting and gathering survival manual. Where do we have to head to online uh, to get this book, Mister Tim? Well, uh,
7: we can we can get it on OutdoorLife.com. Oh, we can also jump on Amazon. Uh, amazon.com is, is going to be more than happy to, to get you a copy. And I've also got a new book coming out in a couple of weeks. Oh, oh wow. Do
3: you really?
7: I do, sir. I do, sir. So this will be book number three oh, and, and your old pal Tim. And, and this and, one is called How to Survive Anything. And then subtitle, From Animal Attacks to the End of the World, little parentheses, and everything in between.
0: <laughs> oh, I love <laughs> animal attacks. There you go. What are some animals that are going to attack us in this book? We talk about dogs. No. Oh.
7: Um, you know, this is something that, that, that could attack you, either a feral animal.
3: Mm-hmm. You
7: know, maybe somebody's companion animal got loose and, and then, you know, they've they've gone wild. Um, or it could be it could be a animal that has been trained to attack and there's, you know, different different reasons for that. But we could also run into gators, mm-hmm. we could run into bears and mountain lions and, and just a number of, of wild
0: animals. That might think a person looks good to eat. Or some rabid people in McDonald's bathrooms, you
7: know? <laughs> yes, yes. You just never know what you're going to run into out there in the world. So, uh, so this book is really designed as a reactionary book. It's for somebody who maybe hasn't taken the time to prepare for emergencies. This is what to do in the aftermath. You bet.
0: Hey, we've been talking with Tim McWels. Of course, he has a book called Honey and Gathering Survival Manual, 221 Primitive and Wilderness Survival Skills. you got to hop online, check it out, buy a couple copies. It's such a great book. We own a bunch of them. Obviously, you can hop on our website right now. We're giving away one last book. Tim will autograph it, and you'll be getting it. All right, so hop online, jibbitraff.com. Check it out. Also, check out your biweekly blogs there on our website. But big shout-out to Outdoor Channel, Nissan, and Outdoor Life. Mr. Tim, man, you're so awesome, buddy. Thank you so much.
7: Oh, thank you, guys. Right back at you
1: jimanddrav.com on giving it your all the final day of the season is just that the end so use this as an excuse to hunt all day pack a lunch water and all the essentials you'll need to stick it out because every moment you spend out of the woods could be a missed opportunity to bag a tom jimanddrav.com go there listen learn Buy or bust with Jim and Trev on The Revolution.
0: Hey, it's time for Buy or Bust. Buy or bust. We're actually going to save you a ton of money by spending a little amount of money. That's right. You know, we know that uh, your dogs have a big problem sometimes when you're out there in the field. You know, even old Harley got bit by a, a tick the other day. He's been bit by, in the in the past two years, he's been bit by a rattlesnake. He's gotten Lyme's disease. It looks like he actually he's, swallowed a basketball when he got bit by the snake. He's had a tough go up it. But yeah. you know, what we're going to talk about is the importance of having your dogs vaccinated, not only with their regular, what do you want to call it, like a four-way or all that crazy crap they... Have. Their encephalitis—I don't know—but <laughs> no, make sure that they have their rattlesnake vaccines, heartworm medicine, heartworm medicine, all that good stuff that they should normally have. Uh, plus, with this nasty influenza, canine influenza, yeah, that's you going know around. That, that just recently popped up here, and that's what uh, Harley got from a tick bite. Yeah, and uh, Boate what uh, almost thought that we were going to have to. Uh, uh, sad so, talking a slow walking with them you take your hunting dog in or or your personal dog okay and it's gonna run you i and I just did it with my dog too it's gonna run you about 150 bucks they're gonna do all their shots and then you need to buy that like that canine advantage and the, depending on your dog's weight uh I buy the stuff it's like 25 to a 40 pound dog it runs about twenty dollars For three months, this little stuff you put on their back. On their back. And you put a little on their front, between the front shoulders and then down their back. And that repels, uh, ticks and uh, mosquitoes and fleas. Oh, and fleas too. Fleas. Those are nasty. Yeah. And so, you know, for 20 bucks doing that for three months, that's not a big deal because in the long run, if you don't do it between a rattlesnake bite and a tick bite, what did it cost you? Uh, right at 1500 bucks. 1500 bucks. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Well, you know, they say that once you buy a dog, uh, any dog, uh, by the time that you get him until you don't have him anymore, if you know what I mean, uh, you're going to spend about $14,000. That's not bad. Food, care. Oh, yeah. Whole nine yards. But you love them. They're your companions. They're your hun dogs. They're your friends. Mine bites me. So think about this. Okay. You can make a $200 investment in the springtime and possibly save yourself not only the heartache of possibly losing the animal, but a fifteen, sixteen, possibly two thousand dollar vet bill. That's right. And you know, in this day and age, I mean you gotta watch every penny that comes in and goes out. Yeah. And if you can do some preventative care, just like we're talking about with your dog, whatever it may be, uh you're going to have a happier summer. The kids are going to be happy because Fido is still around. Yeah. And uh, and you're going to have a buddy to go hunt with in the fall. And you could also do, I know we've talked to a ton of people that like uh, take their dogs to those rattlesnake. Uh, proofing clinics. Yeah. Clinics where they teach their dogs with defanged snakes. Yeah. They, um, they can still strike, but they can't do any harm. If you have a dog like Harley, I don't think he's he could technically look at a snake all and... there. <laughs> yeah. He likes to be buddies with things, even yeah. if those things want to kill him. <laughs> Alright, so no, make sure you have your dogs vaccinated, make sure they're current on all their shots, make sure they have their canine advantage, whatever that stuff is called. Uh-huh. uh Really does protect them. Take take good care of your investments. Yeah, your and, animals. And our suggestion is buy it. That's right, buy it. Take care of your animals. Be a responsible pet owner or parent, or we won't be friends with you. Something like that. <laughs> Alright, we gotta get to a break. This has been Buyer Bus. I will right, we'll return right after this. <laughs>
1: You're on a the revolution with... Jim and Trav. All right, so this concludes the
0: 2015 Spring Gobble Games. Yeah, a lot of great guests today. A uh, big shout-out to that turkey, Mrs. Bunny. You betcha. Also Wade Bourne, Christian Bird, Tim McWelch, even you, Jimmy. Thank you. You did fantastic today. Anyhow, we also want to thank our 434 affiliate stations or advertisers and everyone that makes the show possible, like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, our producer Mark Canary, and Frank the Sound Guy. And also the Indians. The Indians. And the American settlers. They brought the turkeys? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> All right, so now, uh, anyways, Get outdoors this week and take take some kids with you. Introduce them to turkey hunting. Make sure they stay bug-free, though. You don't want those kids with diseases. All right. There ain't no bugs on me. Uh, Big shout-out to uh, the big man upstairs. We will return next week. I love you. Jimbo loves you. Mrs. Bunny. We're going to talk about Alaska next week. The Last Frontier with Mrs. Bunny. (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) We'll return next week. Peace out.